0: everyone's love seeing bulks. they're just they're just funny they're funny <laughs> as fuck they make the picture look like an idiot and anything that i think they're arrogant as hell and anything that makes pictures look bad i'm all for that
1: <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Battery Mates. We are just two short weeks away from opening day. That means draft picks are coming for fantasy team owners. We have got real baseball happening to some extent in spring training, and there are crowds coming back to stadiums. uh, If you're in Texas, dangerously so, but crowds all over the country. I'm Matthew in London. Toby, how are you in Chicago?
1: We're like on the cusp of baby number two arriving any day now. Could be, could be, could be happening right now. Uh, I wish somebody would have texted me, but um, I uh, it could be happening as we speak. Um, so if this if this goes up sometime mid-April, it will be because this guy interrupted. <laughs> um, if,
0: if you have a if if you if you have a baby during this episode, we will definitely need a new breaking news jingle. <laughs> 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 That's worth breaking one out for. we Before we get into our uh, introducing our guest, I want to plug before we forget, as we usually do, it is right up on preseason predictions. This is the marquee prediction contest in the baseball world. We will be asking you to predict uh, whether your team will make the postseason, how many team how many games they'll win in their season, and who will win the World Series. Uh, the Nationals are the holding, uh, the reigning World Series champions for a full season. Can they repeat? Will the Dodgers repeat for their joke uh, clownish World Championship of last year? It is in your hands. We will be sending out uh, a load of tweets about that over the coming two weeks. Toby, who is our guest today? Well, I know who our guest is, but, you
1: know. <laughs> for the rest of the battery. I know. <laughs> For the rest of the batter Nation so honestly I, I'm a little worried about this guest because um, our, our our listenership number uh, numbers are gonna drop precipitously because uh, our guest is Justin Brasky, one of our only listeners and if he's he's on the show I can't imagine he's gonna he's gonna want to listen back or maybe he'll <coughs> listen back several several times um, to listen to his own voice I don't know what it's gonna be Justin um, you so for people who don't know Justin Brasky. Um, you know, when he's not yelling at us for ruining his favorite baseball movies, um, he's winning races for Democrats. He just won back the Senate uh, as a senior advisor uh, to the DSCC um, at the DSCC and uh, was Sherrod Brown's campaign manager, everybody's favorite senator. Um, uh, literally everybody's favorite senator. And um, you yeah, know, recently announced uh, he's gonna be, uh, playing second base for the Cleveland Baseball Club this season. I'm um, I mean, Oh, I'm sorry. I get that right. He's going to be a partner at Left Hook, um, which is a Democratic media firm. Um, and for those of you who really don't know, um, you know, re- real ones would know, but um, Justin and I went to college together, and we worked on a congressional race in Ohio back in the aughts. So, uh, Justin, welcome to Battery. Are you still there? <laughs> welcome to Battery Man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm still here. Hi, Toby. Hi, Matthew. Thank you for... Thank you for the kind introduction. I think you'll be surprised how much I enjoy listening to myself talk. So I will be listening to the episode,
1: uh,
2: probably on the slowest setting, just to soak it all in. Uh,
1: that's great. That's great. So you're ready for um, our ra- rapid fire. This is this is like, I hope you stretched beforehand. Um, we don't want to pull any muscles, but this is like we're getting right into it. Is that okay? Yeah, okay. I stretched. I, it hurt, but I stretched. So. <laughs> All right, Justin. Who's your first? Who's your first favorite player and first favorite player who wasn't on your team?
0: Don Mattingly. Wow. You just you're just going with with one to cover both. That makes sense. That's efficient. Efficient. Okay, number two.
1: Oh,
2: what? what the question was not just who your first favorite player was.
0: The, your first favorite player and and your first favorite yeah. player who wasn't on your team.
2: Oh, my first favorite player. Okay, got it. So Don Manley was my first favorite player who wasn't on my team. Okay. Um, my my first favorite player who was on my team was Joe
0: Carter. Yeah. Oh. Uh, even I know who that is. <laughs> okay, number two. Who uh, who is the current player you hate the most?
1: Hmm.
2: Probably Trevor Bauer. Uh, <laughs> Aaron judge is up there as well. And, um, you know, Paul O'Neill doesn't play anymore, but he's still in the top five.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody's a whiner except for Aaron judge on that list. Um, other Aaron judge probably if he was, wasn't so tall, he'd be a whiner. Um, okay. Favorite, favorite ballpark that isn't Cleveland's.
0: Uh, Wrigley field. Okay. okay. Uh, number four, um, you are in the bleachers. You have just uh, caught... Oh, no, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I've asked that all wrong. <clears throat> uh, you're down the first baseline. You have just caught a foul ball. What is your next move? Uh, to to take a drink of the beer that I'm
2: holding.
1: <laughs> oh, Finally, we got a different answer in that one.
2: I'm looking for, like, give it to some kid who's... <laughs> anywhere near me I've been I've been trying to catch a foul ball or a home run at games for quite a long time so I'm definitely holding on to it if that ever happens.
1: <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad we finally got an answer that is is almost entirely uh, honest. Um, <laughs> okay last one. Um, this is a weird one. Would you prefer to witness a 22 pitch at bat which just happened in spring training there was a 22 pitch at bat. Uh, or nine consecutive one pitch at bats that result in singles. <laughs> I
2: think I, I think I'd go with the twenty-two pitch at
1: bat. That was a that was a hard hitting question.
2: Okay, <laughs> That is a great
0: question. I love that
2: question. That's like the, it were, depends which if your team is at the plate or if your team is pitching. <laughs> um, it, you know, if it's if if the Cleveland's are at bat, then I want the nine nine base hits in a row. But if <laughs> Uh, if they're pitching, I prefer the 22 pitch
1: at bat. Yeah, that's a good answer. Uh, It's like the
0: battery mate's equivalent of the, would you rather fight, would you rather fight a hundred duck sized horses or one horse sized duck?
1: Yeah, maybe, (laughs) maybe we need to recalibrate that question to be, uh, a 22 pitch at bat that lets in that results in four runs or something like that. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to, how many runs score after nine consecutive singles. Five, four, eight, six? Oh, it depends. <laughs> on the Seven. Eight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I
0: think we've, I think I think we've overthought that question. All of a sudden, <laughs> uh, but those were those those were those were great. Um, let's go around the horn. I'm, I feel I'm pretty steamed up about this one. So, opening day is two weeks away. Uh, different municipalities around the country are announcing uh, what uh, level of attendance they will be at at games. The fact that there are any fans going to games has got me a little riled up. Um, my soccer team are charging their way towards a epic championship, uh, championship, uh, championship promotion winning championship. It's complicated nomenclature, uh, and we're not allowed in the stadiums. Um, and it is breaking my heart. Uh, but across America, municipalities are saying, "Fuck it, it's only a pandemic. Let's let let's let fans in." The Nationals are allowing, I think it's five percent uh, capacity, all the way up to the Texas Rangers, who are allowing a one hundred percent capacity uh, in their stadium um, because, lol, fuck it. Um, masks will be requ- required, and after the home opener. They won't have 100 percent capacity because after that, it's going to be dangerous again. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know what what do you what do you what do you make of this? This is so cut and dried to me, but I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, a bit anxious. I, I mean, I do think and I
2: listeners out there could correct me if I'm wrong. I do think the U.S. is moving faster on uh, disseminating the vaccine than a lot of Europe is. Um, so I do think it is starting to become safer to do things like that. But but you have to remember that Greg Abbott is an idiot. And, <laughs> uh, you know, the state of Texas just went without the ability to go grocery shopping or have clean water. Uh, and, you know, people were having to leave their homes and stay with other people in the middle of a pandemic because they didn't have heat. And so, you know, opening opening up Texas completely was an attempt to distract from, you know, the massive failure of governance that that went on there. Um, So no, it's ridiculous that it would be full capacity. I think, I think if you have, you know, 5000 people in a stadium that seats 40,000, and everyone's spaced out, you know, I can, I can get behind that if people are wearing masks, and you know that at least some of them are vaccinated, even though there is still risk involved. But full capacity crowds in, in any stadium anywhere is absurd. And you know, Greg Abbott is an idiot. So I, I, I I'm not shocked that Texas is one of the States that is throwing caution to the wind and uh, they got their heat back
1: and their toilet paper, but now they, uh, so. <laughs> this is transparently dumb. It's just like monumentally like stupid. I, I mean, the thing is the fact that they're going back to social distancing sections after the home opener So shows you everything you need to know about what this is. This is like clearly just a cynical, uh, uh, you know, attempt to get as many people into the the stadium to sell as many tickets as they can. Um, and they know that there'll be certain people who won't go because it's super dangerous. Um, yeah, it's just dumb. Uh, as somebody, I, I will agree that it is. Um, I think it is probably, you know, I'm, I'm less, I'm less upset about, I'm, you know, actually pretty okay with the, um, the social distance, uh, pods, uh, 10% capacity, whatnot. You know, I just bought opening day tickets for my dad and his friends. I'm not going, but um, who are all vaccinated. So that's super exciting. Um, There'll be 10,000. They just announced it's a sellout in Cleveland, 10,000 folks, which um, I'm sure they'd love to count as a sellout any other season. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's it's, it seems – oh, the other thing about this is that there uh, – was it the Wall Street Journal? Who was it? Um, that somebody had an article um, about how – oh, the New York Daily News interviewed some Rangers employees, and they were, like, pretty pissed about it. They're like, hey, we're the ones who have to, like, tell the, these probably drunk assholes to, like, keep their masks on, and they're not going to do it because, you know, this has been signaled from Governor Abbott and everybody else that they don't really need to. Um this isn't this is a fake uh fake uh uh pandemic and uh yeah. Oh. I'm sure
2: there'll be no issues at the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. This is going to go really smoothly. Major League Baseball also not saying much about this. Uh not even not wading into uh the controversy, which is just great. Really showing leadership there, Manfred. Um let's move on to the second it's also, one. It was so oh. like
0: uh, just, just to just a real quick um, endpoint. The, the the players have to abide by incredibly strict protocols about where, where they can go, who they can see, how they get to the stadium, and whatnot. And then they're going to be in a stadium full of right. drunk, you know, Ill, Ill people potentially. I just, I, if I was a, it's not just the, the stadium staff who should be pissed. I think the players should be pissed too. But. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay, on to onto the hot topic. Uh, I'm, I, I just want to... Yeah, not everyone can see... Well, no, no one in batch Mates Nation can see us, <laughs> but I'm the only person on this podcast not wearing a Cleveland hat right now. So um, <laughs> it's ti- it's time to talk about uh, Cleveland's name change. I'll just step back and leave you two right at it.
1: <laughs> well, just to introduce this, there was some breaking news on this subject today. Um, uh the owner Paul Dolan, who uh, Justin's a big fan of, um, the, the he was interviewed today, uh, I think for the Ad Computer Journal. I'm not sure, and he said um, that uh, they're doing their best. They'll know by midseason whether they can change their name by by the twenty by 2022, um, which is astounding that they you know because they announced in July of, of last year that they were probably changing their name. Um, so they, <laughs> it looks like there's going to be some feet draggings coming coming up here. Um, but the Canadian press and some other uh, outlets have announced they're not using the nickname anymore in their coverage. Um, and as part of this whole, Cleveland's going to change their team name. The Athletic uh, commissioned or commissioned um, ran a kind of a merch madness style poll um, where fans. What are they, commission? <laughs> they commissioned? The commission to a, poll. a real polling. Problem. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So they have this this poll out there that um, of, of, you know, athletic readers and fans to, to vote on what the name should be. And, it you know, it, was, it took a whole month, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, Justin, I don't know. You, you were just you were talking before we started recording here about having read up on this. <laughs> what did you discover? <laughs> well,
2: there are a lot of bad suggestions. for <laughs> uh, But, you know, the to get back to the breaking news you know dolan is a trash owner for many reasons but what does he mean by we'll know whether we can change it by halfway through the season who is he needing permission from <laughs> i
1: don't know i, mean, he owns I don't know the team.
2: he owns the team and major league baseball has told him to change the name so you know the only thing i can think of is that his you know he has a family member that is considering running for the u.s senate and my guess is that that person doesn't want to be like, hi, I'm Matt Dolan, I'm running for the U.S. Senate, and I just changed the name of the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> and <laughs> in, in a Republican primary, that doesn't go over, I, I imagine that doesn't go over very well. But otherwise, I have no idea what the holdup is. Oh, interesting. In, in, terms of, in terms of the tournament, though, I was pleasantly surprised, or the poll, I should say, I was pleasantly surprised to see that these Spiders did not win I don't know why people want them to be called the Cleveland Spiders. Spiders are disgusting. They're <laughs> gross. They're scary to children. Like I don't understand why anyone would want a bunch of like big spiders around the house or on TV or it's, it's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. If they name if they name them the spiders, I will not buy any of that merchandise. Like that name sucks. Now the name that won the like, hundreds of out of the hundreds of different names was the guardians, which I can actually get behind. Like, I don't think it was my favorite, but Cleveland guardians, it's a, you know, tough sounding name. Um, it's, it's after those statues that are on the bridge that leads right into, to downtown. Um, I don't really understand the significance of them, but it's still <laughs> a it's cool sounding name that I don't think is offensive. Um, or marginalizes you know, <laughs> an entire group of people. So, uh, if, if they end up being the Guardians, that would be great I, I'm a big Cleveland Rockers fan I don't understand why people are so against it I don't see why we wouldn't want to honor The WNBA team that made the finals <laughs> The year before they <laughs> Left the league um, But uh, I could get behind The Guardians I could get behind the, 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 the Clippers And just take the, the AAA name um, But I'm fine With the
1: Guardians The, um, the, the runner-up was The Commodores which um, is, I believe, after Commodore uh, Perry. Is that what is his first name? I'll...
0: Matthew Perry.
1: It's yeah. <laughs> yes. it was Matthew Perry and Commodore Chandler I... Bing. Um...
2: Commodore Oliver Perry. Is, Oliver... uh it, um, it was the he 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 was in charge of like the Battle of Lake Erie. In... Yeah,
1: War of eighteen twelve situation. Matthew, your favorite. Yeah. Or so to draw.
2: I don't know about that. Commodores to me is not. I don't love it, but I could. I could get behind it. I can get behind most names. Um, but spiders, it's like
0: let's pick an insect. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's a it's a bad name. Even with the history, there's like there's nothing cute about spiders. Even if you don't, I don't hate spiders. My wife is like terrified of spiders. It's like a really really big deal. But I, I don't know, hate them, but. Look, there's right. like they're not polarizing like half of the country is terrified of them and thinks they like makes them feel sick and the other half couldn't give two shits either way. It's, <laughs> like, it's like where's the benefit?
1: Well, there isn't. I'm, they're the people you know, the, who get bit the, by spiders and then become uh like superheroes. They're right. them they might like yeah. the name.
0: Right. Yeah, so the, 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 the Cleveland yeah. Spider-Man.
1: Hey. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, the what,
0: the thing I want to know is how how are they how are they actually going to decide this? Is this like Paul Dolan gets to pick, or are they going to put this the out to that,
2: the voices that Paul Dolan hears in his head that tells him when he's allowed to change the name? Will apparently <laughs> give him you know what the name is supposed to be. Like they've been actually very not transparent about this process from the beginning. It was clear that the Dolans didn't even want to change the name, and they were forced to, and. <laughs> So I, I have no idea, but I, I haven't seen a single thing about how they're going to decide. They say that they're talking to the community and I assume that means they're talking to the spider groups and yeah. uh, <laughs> as the weather's warming and, and insects are coming back out. But I, I don't think we know how they're, how they're going to decide.
0: You, you say it wasn't a transparent process. I, I thought they had already agreed to drop the Indians nickname and and then there was this whole thing about like oh some some media companies have decided not to use it i was like oh i thought the team had stopped decided to stop using <laughs> they're it
2: they're very much like Cleveland indians
0: still and and today they
2: said at least through the end of this year yeah. they're the Cleveland <laughs> so that is fucked
1: up yeah, they're gonna change possible. it sometime in the next six or seven years i mean look i just yeah. want, i don't know what they're the uniforms are expensive guys uh no.
2: And, and clearly, we have a lot of money to, to, to throw around. So.
1: Yeah,
2: um, the reason that Matt Dolan will never become a senator, by the way.
1: We're, we're gonna get to that. Um, I I um, I want to go to move on to the next topic, which is something else that Cleveland um, should and has left behind, um, which is Trevor Bauer. Um, uh, Trevor Bauer, uh, who Battery Mates Nation um, OGs will remember that was was one of our uh, most uh, covered topics in that first season because he's legitimately um, a intriguing figure, if, if nothing else. Uh, but so everybody knows and we talked about a little bit that he signed a huge deal with L.A., um, the Dodgers, um, not that other team in Anaheim. But so I, I wanted to bring this up with with you all because we didn't really get the chance to talk about the something that happened during his rollout um, as, a, as a Dodger that uh, was trying to, I think, clean up the years and years of awfulness that he's been that he's he's provided uh, social media. Um, during the press conference, he was asked if he'd learned anything from. Um, oh no, he 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 said he learned from social media behavior that some women uh, had said uh, made them feel harassed. Uh, and then when he was asked what have you learned, he said. I'm not going to go into specifics on any, on everything. I can say that I've learned from those. I'm doing my best to be better. Um, And then after the press conference was liking tweets that put scare quotes around the word reporters and trashing legitimate questions as quote woke. Um, So, you know, I I don't know. I I think this is a, this is a situation where um, maybe the, the shine of the Trevor Bauer as mystery, um, uh, you know, Uh, eccentric um, has kind of worn off for me uh, over the course of the last several years, probably when it's chopped his almost chopped his finger off um, during the playoffs. But what, what do you mean? Is this, is this a situation where Trevor Bauer is just misunderstood uh, uh, or is he just, is he just a dick? Um, Justin, what do you, what do you think about Trevor Bauer?
2: (laughs) He is a dick. I mean, I'm so tired of even talking about him. I mean, Trevor Bauer is a selfish, immature jerk who, you know, played around with his fucking drone during the 2016 playoff run and made it so the, you know, the Clevelands had to start, uh, uh, you know, a couple of kids, uh, you know, in the ALCS and, you know, their fifth starter two or three times in the World Series. He, you know, he's not even that good. He's only had one really good season. I don't count last season because it was not a real season. Like it wasn't even half of a season. Like the Dodgers essentially won like a, like a tournament and congrats to them for that. But it certainly wasn't a, uh, even close to a real season. I, I was looking, um, I was looking, you know, I don't, I don't believe anything he says about like trying to be better. He's a jerk on social media. He always has been. And I was looking at baseballreference.com to see who some of the you know how they do the thing where they tell you who the similar players are yeah um do so if you look at baseballreference.com who are the 10 most similar pitchers like here are some of the names the trevor bauer chris young who mike fires ben mcdonald Sonny gray chuck dobson chad billingsley like why do i give a fuck who the next chad billingsley like like what the next chad billingsley is saying about anything trevor who, bauer's a jerk who's and, chuck dobson who's that I don't know. Hopefully in hopefully in 20, 30 years, we'll say who is Trevor Bauer. I, he's just a jerk. And I'm, I'm tired of hearing about him. Uh, you know, it makes sense that he would go to the Dodgers, an organization that spends a quarter billion dollars every season on their team and can't win a real world series. So, <laughs> you know, I, I have no sympathy for him about not being able to promote his little his company. I don't believe him when he apologizes. And again, he has had one really great season. Uh, and I'm just not buying
0: it. I I don't have anything to add to that. I just want to say I really, really enjoyed listening to that. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. <laughs> You're welcome, Matthew.
1: Um, yeah, putting our research team to shame. Um, Matthew, you want to talk about the new rules here? I don't have anything I'd add about Dr. Bauer. We've, we've we've spent <laughs> enough spilled enough ink on him.
0: I honestly, I we could we should have a whole episode on, on the new rules, but. I'm both adamantly against all new rules ever. I think any changes are bad. Um, And I also think so many of these changes are really fantastic. I can't wait for them to come in. Let's go through them one by one. And let's just give a quick yay or nay to each of them. And then we'll talk about rule changes in in, in the round. So if you haven't been following this, there are your experimentations going on at the minor league level with different rule changes um to oh, yeah. see which which of them stick and which of them will come up uh to the major leagues in the near future so there's been some really wacky uh uh rule changes experimented with in the past that's where the dh started for example but there are some interesting ones uh coming up uh here you see that's good <laughs> so at triple a they are making the bases bigger like there's several inches on the bases i'm not 100 percent sure how much of a difference that is going to make but I've never played baseball so you two you two tell me what what big difference is that going to make to the game
1: a couple extra inches I mean this joke's to be made here um but I I don't know I mean I think you're not going to have any this isn't going to be a major change this is I think this is supposed to be for safety right to not so people don't run into each other as much at first base. Yeah, I think it's going to cause people to trip and fall. Yeah. Uh, I think
2: I think there's going to be some players that have muscle memory, and when they're sprinting around the bases, are actually going to. <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding. They're actually going to trip and fall, like over first or third. And but overall, like it, it, that rule to me sounds like people were high and they were like, <laughs> let's make the bases bigger. <laughs> and, and, you know, I don't think it's yeah. a, has much consequence at all. Uh, I think it's bizarre, but it, it, it's sort of like. It reminds me of Matball. Do you remember Matball? Like it was ball only where the mats were bases. So, yeah. you know, um.
1: I I forgot about Matball. I'm really excited to think about Matball again. Um, maybe I want to play Matball. That's what. Uh, no, you're you're totally mat- right. It does yeah. sound like it does sound like uh, somebody was high when they came up with this rule. It's like you know, and and if you get caught stealing, if you lick the ball before the guy can get it back to the pitcher, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The problem will be right. throwing the baseball at the runners as a way to get them out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> rule change number two. Uh, this is a straightforward anti, uh, anti-shift anti uh, rule. Four infolder, infielders must be on the dirt uh, for each play in the second half of the season. As I, I think I've got this right. In the second half of the season, they're going to move on to potentially implement a rule whereby two infielders must be on either side of the um, second base. But this is just playing around with the rules to try and reduce the amount of shifting going on. What do we say to that one?
2: Outrageous. I, I cannot believe they would do this. It's complete bullshit.
1: Yeah, um, I, as, an in, as a former infielder back, you know, over 20 years ago, um, I definitely disagree with this. and And mostly because, you know, the shift isn't hurting anybody. The shift is just being people being more strategic and smart about uh, how to defend the hitters need to learn how to adjust. I don't know, yeah, yeah, you
2: you can't you can't punish people for being smart. And like it it's like saying that it's like telling someone in the NBA that you're not allowed to double team one of the better better players. And <laughs> it's it's just a ridiculous rule to me. You should be able to inside the you should stand wherever the hell you want to stand. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: I, I, I'm instinctively against rule changes, but I'm also um, such a huge fan of small ball that anything that discourages the drive towards um, uh, the, you know, the, the shift has caused a, 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 an attempt to just always hit the ball over. So just constantly going for the long ball. And I want to see singles. I want to see singles. I prefer several singles to one home run. and um I'm not against the sh- per se, but the shift is causing uh, a drive towards elevating the ball. and I want to see the ball on the ground. so uh, I'm not saying i'm I'm pro that rule change, but anything that will uh, increase the amount of small ball, I'm at least willing to give some consideration to, which brings us on to. Uh, Some of the other changes that are coming in high A, they are going to have an experimentation this year with um, all pitchers having to step off before throwing to a base. So dramatically increasing the number of bulks and making it harder to pick people off. So that uh, makes number one, it's a pro stealing uh, rule. And I'm think that stealing is easily the most fun bit of uh, the at bat, other than a hit. And number two, everyone's love seeing balks. They're just they're just funny. They're funny <laughs> as fuck. They make the pitcher look like an idiot. And anything that I think they're arrogant as hell, and anything that makes pitchers look bad, I'm all for that.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I- so, um, I, I love box too, because, you know, especially seeing him live because whenever the umpire comes, the home plate umpire comes out from behind home plate and starts pointing at the pitcher or whatever. Um, I love that because it confuses the hell out of everybody around. Um, and I'm usually one of the only people who knows a little bit of what would just happen. I don't know what, I don't like, I can't identify a block. I really, unless it's really egregious, I couldn't tell you. I remember the uh, someone named Al Albuquerque, um balked in uh a winning run we had a balk off win against the tigers like six or seven years ago that was pretty fun but yeah i don't know i'm i'm generally not against this rule i think it's it's an anti-lefty rule because that yeah. the lefty pickoff move to first base is, is what they're trying to reduce here and i'm just generally pro anti-lefty rules so um I was a right-handed person so
0: all right let's keep going in into into low a um they're gonna have a a few um changes the the a couple of small ones they're gonna move the uh uh, pitch timer down to 15 seconds and there's gonna be a limit on how many times you can try and pick off i think it's three and if you don't successfully tag the runner out on your third pick off it is a you know you just move the move up the to second base which is (laughs) just obviously very silly but the big one is they're trialing out electronic strike zones that's the big one. That's the that's the big change that is coming.
1: That
0: uh, so many baseball fans seem to love. I think is just the end. That's doom.
2: You know the 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 fifteen second clock. Like I'm fine for shortening the amount of time in between pitches. I have no problem there. Um, uh, and I actually, you know, the the romantic side of baseball for me. I hate not having an umpire calling balls and strikes. But at the same time. It will be much harder to fight over balls and strikes on Twitter or anywhere else if there is a literal like computer telling you whether it was a ball or a strike. Uh, so I, I'm almost for using that and merging it in with real umpires and letting umpires make the call. And then I guess you can go to the computer if you want to challenge it or something. I, I don't like the pickoff rule. Um, I know it can get annoying, but I maybe if you didn't penalize them by saying it's a block I'd be okay with it but you shouldn't get to advance just because someone tried to pick you off and it was unsuccessful
1: yeah I, I I think the pickoff rule um first of all it takes the power out of the fans hands I mean I, I I think that fans have very little role in major league baseball except when someone's throwing over to first base too many times to boo the pitcher right that's one of the that's one of the It's one of our jobs, and what what Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, is trying to do here is is take the power out of our hands, and I don't like it. Um, I the electronic strike zone. I really don't. I really don't know what I think about this, and I I think this is where I fall back on the. I like that these are experiments, and we get to see how this plays out in leagues that we don't care about, um, and and games that don't really mean anything to us. So I don't know. I mean, that's that's the spirit of this, and. Uh, I think if players and umpires don't like it, I think it probably won't go anywhere. Um, but they'll, they'll be able to say they have tried it. So, um, Okay, so uh, we're going to stop, take a quick word from our sponsor, and be right back for a half-hearted attempt at empathy. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by MyPillow.com, the company that sells pillows on the internet and does not at all want to talk about that other thing. First, we'd like to thank this podcast for taking our advertisement. Your mercy will be rewarded in the afterlife. For those listening, if you happen to need a pillow, you know where to find us. Sure, there's plenty of discounts out there. Just Google it. But we need to use this limited time to beg you to send us leads on good attorneys whose names don't rhyme with Gallon Gershowitz and who might have a clue about how to handle billion-dollar lawsuits. If not, we totally understand sure was fun while it lasted. Okay. Thanks as always to all of our sponsors. Um, this one was a tough, a tough decision to make on, on whether we should take their money. But when it came down to it, um, the money was good. And, um, you know, uh, I, <laughs> I literally used it to buy uh, a flight for all of us to go to the Rangers game uh, opening day. So <laughs> we're, we're heading down there. Um, I'll see you down there, everybody. Um, <laughs> But Justin, we want to take so I, you know I know we we you know you've you've been on this show before so we we you know this is not you know for people who are completists and listen to all the episodes we don't have we don't have to dig too deep into you know your your what makes who you you who you are um, people know that generally speaking I think in terms of like your political the, the victories you've had politically and the victories your teams have had in sports. Where do they rank in terms of glory for you? Like what, what would you put the Cavs championship up against with like taking back the Senate last year or 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 winning uh shared winning in in 18? Just, just for me personally? Yeah, yeah, like when you when you think about like the glory yeah. glory I, moments.
2: Yeah, I, I nothing ranks higher for me than the Cavs winning the championship. <laughs> uh, I, I I had been a Cleveland fan for as long as I could remember and I have been a democrat since I was I don't know, probably 12, you know, 12, you know, I, I certainly sort of knew about the presidential elections before then and knew I was rooting for the democratic candidate cause my mom was, but, um, no, nothing beats, nothing beats the Cavs winning the title. I had waited my entire life for that. And, uh, that, that's number one, uh, that takes nothing away from how much it meant to reelect Sherrod Brown twice, take the Senate back. Um, those, those were incredible as well.
1: And so, um, yeah, that, 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 that tracks for me as well. Um, you know, in 2016, I got asked a lot about whether I'd rather see, um, Hillary win or the Indians win the world series. And I, that, that was the tough one. Um, <laughs> it was difficult. Um, <laughs> it was a tough yeah. tough question to answer. I mean, in hindsight, yeah, I look no, back, I, I, you know, obviously neither happens. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which was probably a punishment for us not having an answer. Yeah. No, was... it's 100%. I feel that. Um, That that series, now you had a soft spot, you grew up, um, you have family from Chicago, so you have a soft spot for the Cubs, Mm -hmm. Cubs are your national team, is that right?
2: Yeah, they always have been. My mom grew up in Chicago, and, you know, shockingly, there was never any danger of the Indians and Cubs playing in the World Series for the better part of my entire life, because both teams were total garbage, and, uh, you know, the few times the Cubs were good, the Indians weren't good, When, when, when Cleveland had their... Uh, run in the 90s. The Cubs, um, you know, I think they made the playoffs one time and got swept. Um, so they were never good at the same time. And I was very close with my late uh, grandpa on my mom's side. We used to go to Wrigley Field all the time. I loved uh, the early Cubs teams of – uh, the early, I should say, mid to late 80s Cubs teams of Sandberg and Grace and Dawson, Sean Dunstan, Sutcliffe, Mitch Williams, Greg Maddox for a little while, Palmero before he took steroids and um, – I, you know, I just love the Cubs. And then, of course, uh, the closest the Cleveland's came to in my life to, to winning the World Series, arguably, I mean, you could say 97 as well, but arguably was, uh, of course, against the Cubs <laughs> and, and then neither team almost, almost neither team won because in the ninth inning of game seven, uh, a higher power intervened and stopped the game. But um, so I was genuinely happy for the Cubs, even though I was heartbroken for Cleveland. I, I think that's because of my love for the Cubs. I also think it had a lot to do with the fact that the Cavs had just won the title. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm fine. You know, we, we won a championship, and, and Cleveland will be good every year for a while, except Dolan had other plans. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I was happy for the Cubs, still am. You know, I wish it hadn't come against us. Yeah. Um, but if, if yeah. we can't win the World Series every year, I'd rather they, I, I'm happy for them to win the World Series.
1: Can you watch highlights? Or can you watch like when they come on? Do you are you okay with it or what?
2: I can I can watch everything uh, up until after the rain delay.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: Um, I I should say I, there have been a few times where I watched the Kipnis at bat where he came oh so close to a game winning home run. Um, just talking about it gives me the chills. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I can't watch anything after. That. I can't watch. I cannot watch when the Cubs won, even though again like I can remove myself and be happy for them, but. To have the 3-1 series lead when we were missing 80% of our starting rotation, it was essentially Kluber and our fifth starter, you know, Kluber who had already pitched like three games in every series. Um, it, was a, it was a heartbreaker, but I, you know, I think I avoided permanent serious damage to myself because of the fact that the Cavs had won the title, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually still sort of living off that in, in a good mood because of it. and back then I, I certainly was and anything anything cleveland did that year when we were way too beat up to have gotten that far was kind of icing and i assumed we'd be back in in
0: 17 and 18. can i ask about jared brown we, i try really hard not to have just like people who worked work or worked for heroes of mine on the on batchmates just so i can like be a fan but it's really hard with jared brown he's like i've been a big fan i'll just leave it there so basically the sort of question is please could you talk to me about share brown and how cool he is but specifically what's he like as a baseball fan like did you get to talk about baseball to share brown a lot because oh. that seems pretty cool all the time
2: he uh first of all he's the most knowledgeable oh. i've ever known um he loves to ha- have people try and stump him on baseball trivia and specifically Cleveland baseball trivia. And I've never seen anyone successfully get him on a question. Um, The first time I met him and I, someone was like, Oh, he's really good at baseball trivia. And I thought I was going to get him with one um, that I thought was really clever. I asked him who was the only uh, player to hit a home run from both sides of the plate um, in the same inning. And I, I, uh, and he, he looked at me like I was an idiot. And the answer (laughs) answer is Carlos, I I thought it was clever. Um, And (laughs) So, so yeah, he, he, I think believes that he should be the manager, um, <laughs> and have believed that for some time we, we argue over whether Terry Francona is a good manager all the time. And he like, he gives me shit and says that I'm a company man. Cause I'm always defending Francona, what? which is funny. No one actually hates the hates ownership more than I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he loves to talk baseball. He would do it all the time if he could. Um, Getting called a company man
1: by Sherrod Brown has got to be pretty tough. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think he only recently accepted that he will never play, um, <laughs> so professionally.
1: I don't know. This is the way this team is going. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Sherrod Brown, bring your Sherrod to, to work day. Um,
2: he's he's a wonder, He's a wonderful person. Great senator. Great to work for. Um, and I'm I'm very lucky to have been brought into his like circle in in the 12 campaign and to to still be there now. So,
1: so th- speaking of, you're our chief Ohio politics correspondent, Justin, and um, you know Battery Mates has been lucky to have your coverage for for several years now. Um, so 2022 is coming up. It's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting cycle for Ohio. Um, you know, I want to just throw some names out there, kind of rapid style, um, Republicans only. Just get your reaction on who these people are. Um, just introduce them, you know, maybe whether you think they're a good baseball fan, whatever it is. Um, can we start with, start with, let's start with JD Vance. What do, what do you think? Just of JD a Vance? smug,
2: just a smug jerk, you know, who's, um, who has made a lot of money, uh, and gotten famous kind of crapping on his home state, uh, and is now presumably going to wage a campaign for Senate. Uh, running against everything he stands for and that everything that has made him wealthy. So, uh, you know, I, not my favorite person.
1: <laughs> but not your least favorite person. I think there's the people you hate more on this list. Um, I don't, this is somebody I don't know very well. Jane Timpkin?
2: Yeah, I mean, the probably the person most responsible for helping Trump win Ohio in, in 20, which, which puts her uh, certainly on the naughty list. Um. <laughs> I think, you know, I hate to praise her, but a somewhat effective state party chair, um, even though they always get more credit and more blame than they deserve. Uh, but is certainly participating in the Republican race to the bottom, yeah. um, which is how you're going to, you know, get the nomination for the for the for the Senate race this time around, and, and frankly for every race this time around.
1: This guy's not running, I don't think. I think he said he's not running.
2: Jim Jordan. What do you think of him? He should be in jail because he was party to sexual abuse. um, (laughs) um, And yes, you know,
1: yeah, cut and dried. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, There's another one here, Matt Dolan. I appreciate that he is trying to
2: represent, you know, a slightly more sane version of the Republican Party right now, but I, I I have a hard time seeing how Cleveland's going to elect anybody who's part of the family that has stripped its world series team for parts and, and (laughs) slashed payroll every year. So, um, you know, ultimately he's still wrong on a lot of stuff. I don't think he's quite as disgusting as a lot of the other potentials, but good luck uh, campaigning for Senate when you just (laughs) got rid of Francisco Lindor. Any money that you put into your own campaign it's fairly easy to be like, could we have not used that to keep a generational talent in
0: Cleveland? <laughs> okay, last one. It'll Only... be like a great, a great way of running a campaign is to spend all of your money not on ads, but on stacking the lineup and then running on the basis that you built a good team. Surely right. that's a better, more efficient spending of the dollars. Yeah,
1: right. like so- go sign Francisco Lindor in the off season like go sign into it to, to bring him back and say, and have one ad. And it's like, Hey, I'm running for Senate. Uh, and I'm not having to have any more ads because we can't afford it. We're paying for Francisco Lindor's contract. That, right. I, I would vote for him. I would vote for that. Me too. I, I'm, I'm principle-less. So last one, uh, speaking of principal um Josh Mandel. Uh,
2: a sociopath. <laughs> a, a genuine sociopath. Uh, I don't think I've ever met or worked against anyone with less of a soul um and someone who is more willing to debase himself uh to get ahead um he had trump's relationship with the truth before trump did which i'm sure he would love to hear people say because he you know worships at at the altar of trump now um but just just a very scary individual who i think would literally do anything to anyone in order to get ahead um and a, a fucking loser who lost in twelve and dropped out in eighteen and is is ultimately going to lose this time too.
1: Let's hope. Um, last one, and I know you got to go uh, partly for this reason. I, I, you know, as someone who is about to have a, a boy, a, oh, a boy son, <laughs> a son. Um, how are you approaching sports with your your kid, uh, with Henry? Uh, are you have you tied his his right arm behind his back, or is he a regular in the weight room? What's the what's the routine on your? Well, I try not to be
2: a bad father, such as you know, working or doing podcasts during the hour that I get to spend <laughs> with him. I'm him from his nanny share. Um, but you no, know, we watch uh, we watch the Browns together. We watch, you know, he has a bunch of Cleveland stuff. Um, we play we play catch. He's been into that on his own from uh, the moment he was able to roll a ball. Uh, and you know, eventually, I will lock him in a gym and hand him a basketball and just tell him he he can't come out <laughs> until he hits you know, 90% of his free throws and we'll go from there.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, always a pleasure to have you on Justin. Um, we'll let you, uh, get to, to being a dad, um, and winning races back in Ohio and everywhere else in the country.
2: It was a pleasure to join you today. I can't wait to listen to the episode. Matthew and Toby do not spend all that sponsorship money, uh, this weekend. I know it's the NCAA tournament, so you may be tempted to put it all on one of the games, but, uh, just, Spend wisely. You both have, have families to take care of.
1: Bobcats are in it, right?
2: Oh yeah, the, oh. I think the bobcats are probably going to win it all, so that'll be cool.
1: Yeah. Well, all my all of our go sponsorship money is on the bobcats.
2: <laughs> Good. Excellent. Go, Iona. Go what? I'm not sure. I'm not sure Iona is in it, but maybe they, <laughs> I'll have to check.
1: <laughs> all right. Thanks, Justin. Thanks for being on.
2: <laughs> all right. Hey. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun.
1: That was great. Um, I, you know, for a lot of reasons, love Justin. Have, love having Justin on. He's a, obviously a, um, a Cleveland fan. It's nice to be with other Cleveland fans. Um, feel feel a little bit more supported. Um, but uh, <laughs> and obviously, um, you know, you know, one one of the the better. Uh, strategic minds in in democratic politics is Matthew um, and and Justin's also <laughs> on that list. So um, <laughs> uh, there, there were moments in that interview where I really felt like I wasn't actually needed. <laughs>
0: yeah. I could have just I just sat the one out. <laughs> it was great. I do, I do really, I do really love Sherrod Brown. He's like one of those um, small number of American politicians where I, I just feel like, oh god, I wish he could come and be an mp in britain like he would take over the country basically pretty quickly there's not not that many high-grade politicians here
1: well we got to have him on the the pre prediction contest because an mp won our preseason prediction contest last year
0: yeah yeah elected a uh, great pivot elected politicians do extremely well in our uh prediction contest fully 25 percent of winners have been elected officials uh that is a an incredibly high um uh, on base percentage so this is the prediction contest there is a real prize that you will receive within several years of the <laughs> end of the season uh but we have been giving out we have given out some good prizes david axelrod signed baseball uh, probably the marquee one this is a Jason really Kander easy signed thing baseball, to do. right Jason Kander, yeah, pretty good too senator from the great state of Missouri. Uh, It only takes a few minutes to participate. Very, very simple. So pay attention. Take out your phone and open the voice app, the voice memo app on your phone. And then record yourself telling us the answers to these six questions. Who are you? Who is your team? How many games will your team win in the 2021 season? Will they make the postseason or not? Which two C se- which two teams will make the World Series and which of those teams will win the World Series? Very, very simple. My answer is I'm Matthew. My team is the Washington Nationals. My team will win ninety-one games this season. They will make the postseason. The Braves and the Astros will be in the World wow. Series and the Braves will win it all. That's not my actual answer. That's just a, a, a placeholder <laughs> while I give it some proper thought but that is all you need to do, tell us who you are who your team is, how many games your team will win, will they make the postseason which two teams will be in the World Series and which of those teams will win the World Series it only takes a couple of minutes to give your uh, uh, to do the recording and send it to us, you send it to the Mates at gmail.com we weren't in early enough to just get battery mates, we are the Mates at gmail.com email it to us or text it to us if you are close family and know our mobile numbers (laughs) and we will make you part of our prediction contest pre-opening game episode it is the most listened to episode of each season it is i think that is what i'd find if i check the check the stats is that actually true i I think it is i think well
1: i think it is i think our most (laughs) i think
0: it is too I want to believe I want to believe
1: the reason I think that's true is because I think a lot of people um, listen to the, their, their own, their own prediction. Um, they tune in for their prediction, see how their predictions fare against other people. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a good episode. Always a fun one for us. Cause we don't have to do too much talking.
0: I, I will say that I, I will say that the, 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 the... Technically speaking, on paper, the reigning champion is Alex Norris, MP, the Member of Parliament for Nottingham North in England. Mm-hmm. But it was a shortened season. So the real full season reigning champion is still Scott Mulhouser.
1: We Yeah, we should we should get a prize for the 2020 season and then cut it uh, in, in one thirds. Just cut it in a third and set, <laughs> it, set it up to, um, no, uh, get, do, record that on the, uh, that audio file, send it in. The deadline, because of editing needs, the deadline will be th- uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, March 30th, so we can have that episode live on April 1st, which is opening day. It's the first game of the season that's two weeks away. I cannot wait, Matthew. Um, I, just, I, really, I just don't even know what I'm going to do until opening day. I don't, I don't know. I mean, other than have a kid. We're going to have a kid. Um, so that's one thing. <laughs> But what sec? What's second on my agenda?
0: You timed your paternity leave perfectly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: right. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think you know have have the kid, take some paternity leave, get ready for opening day, and once opening day's out of the way, then shag those <laughs> shake those balls. Shake those balls.